This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, February 11th, 2018, given by Anna Wilkins and the youth of Connection Community Church, Marathon. My name is Anna Wilkins. Um, I'm a junior over at APO, and I'm currently involved in the senior high youth group, as well as some parents with cute little kids might recognize me from the First Look program over with the preschoolers. Um, I began attending here in 2004 with my family, and then last spring came to Christ and devoted my life to him. And so... Last week, um, Kyle shared the message of God's game plan, so this week I'm trying to follow through with that and um, share this message with you with the help from all of our friends in the Sunday school. So we are taught in the Word of God that running a race, a marathon more specifically, is a good analogy to explain our lives as Christians. So today we'll be taking time to consider this analogy and what it means for us to fully put our faith in Jesus. Will you pray with me, please? Lord, thank you for everyone here today. Thank you for the safe travels home from India for our pastors, Carrie and Alan. And um, Lord, as we finish the service, just let us open our hearts to your word so we can leave here better equipped and more prepared to live our lives according to your plan, not ours. We thank you, love you, and praise you. Amen. Hebrews 12 calls us to think of our lives as a race and focus not only on the finish line, but the champion, saying, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to this life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Learning what it means to run this race with the ultimate champion, God, is more than a big deal. After all, we want to be like the Apostle Paul, who approached the end of his life by saying, I have fought the good life, I have finished the race, and I have remained faithful. And now the prize awaits me, the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on the day of his return. And the prize is not just for me, but for all who eagerly look forward to his appearing. Has anyone here ever prepared to run a race, especially a long one, maybe like a 5K, 10K, or even a half or full marathon? If you have, as nice as it would be, we can't just get up off the couch and, you know, go, go run, run along the finish line. It takes practice, commitment, endurance, and strategy to successfully run this race. My freshman year, after doing no sports besides dance my whole life, I decided I was going to do field hockey. So they gave us this little packet, and it's got like, you know, the summer workouts, and it's got like how many miles you should run this day, and what you should do. So I didn't do any of that. No. <laughs> so, didn't train at all. So once I got to preseason, I realized why they gave me that. Yeah. <laughs> Running a, a race with God, however, the training is a little different in order to walk out the path that he has for us, to be obedient and to follow him. Similarly, it takes practice, endurance, and the strategy. When we're preparing to run an actual race, the kind of food we eat matters. People carve up before running a race, giving themselves the kind of food that can provide energy and endurance during a race. At the youth rally, when we got back from the convention center, a big part of our devotion time 
was dedicated to how can we carve up as Christians in our spiritual races. Typically, if I want to carve up before like a day at school, I usually, on my drive to school, I have like a playlist that I listen to, so typically that'll put me in like a positive mindset for the day and just like give me a minute to recenter, I guess, just to put my focus on what I want it to be on during the day, so just like a worship playlist. And how I carve up is by listening to music, uh, talking to my uh, other Christian friends about like everything that's going on, especially with our Christianity, and just kind of hanging out and um, definitely listening to Christian music. And I like to just um, skim through the Bible and find some really inspiring quotes and verses. I read my Bible and I like to journal with that. Like, I look at a scripture and I kind of go off from it and I put down all my thoughts about it and just like trying to apply it to my life so I can take it into, you know, what's happening around me and to the people that are around me. So it's just like a reminder and it just, you know, it helps me through. Like I make little notes and I try to make it all pretty so it's like all pleasing to read and stuff and it's just like, it's something that keeps me going, I guess. So, and that's builds me up. Um, I definitely use prayer. It's so important and I think that it definitely changes people's lives. And during the race with God, God's leading the way so you don't really know where you're going so sometimes it's a little unpredictable and prayer can relieve a lot of that stress. And just like praying is just talking to God so that time that you're spending with God I think that really builds up your endurance for the race. Those are all really great ways to carve up um, for a race. However, when it comes to running a race, it's not all about what we need to eat and put into our bodies, but it's also equally important what we need to get out of our bodies. That's what will motivate us and really make a difference if we finish the race, but also our journey through it. For example, freshman year again, winter track, we had a pasta party, actually at Sedona's house, <laughs> um, before one of our meets, you know, carving up and everything. So then we got to the indoor track, it was called Snow Hill, and they have really great pizza. So um, it didn't take really long for me to learn that you're not supposed to eat four pieces of pizza before you sprint 200 meters. <laughs> it's not beneficial. So at the rally, we were also challenged to really think about what weighs us down spiritually and just drags us further from God, um, as well as we can't know the full freedom that he wants for us. For me, I mean, letting go stuff is always hard. Um, I know I've been through a lot for the past few months, and it's definitely been uh, pretty difficult to let go of some different things. Um, but I always pray about it. I mean, that's like the first step for me for trying to let go of something pretty difficult. Um, and after that, I usually talk to my family about it because they always have really good advice about how to really uh, build up the strength to be able to let go. And then I talk to my friends. I'm very fortunate to have a lot of um, Christian friends and a lot of friends that are very supportive of me. So I usually talk to them and they're very kind about helping me out and um, giving me advice on how to let go. And then after all that, I just pray some more. And um, I've 
I'm thankful that I've been able to let go of some stuff that has happened in the past. So. I let things go that pull me down by cutting them out of my life. For example, I let go of some friends who I realized were just dragging me away from my faith, telling me it wasn't right, making me do bad things. And I finally realized that after years of being with them. So it was hard, but I had to let go of it, and I found some other friends who really helped me get through that. So obviously we know that teens aren't the only ones who have things that weigh them down. In fact, the longer you live, the more baggage you've probably picked up. But we are learning that the only way to finish this race is by dropping the sin and baggage or anything that's holding you back in your spiritual marathon. So what things are holding you back in your own race with God? Maybe you're doubting that he can love a sinner like you and I. Maybe you're scared of the changes recently in your life or having trouble giving him your past, maybe your future. So what is it that's holding you back from your personal race with God? So not only do we need to carve up, lay down the sin and baggage in order to run our race, race well, we also need to know where to put our eyes. Runners know that you can't win a race by looking you know, behind you and to the people next to you, but you have to run with the target in sight. Also, the Bible calls us to fix our eyes on Jesus which is the same advice that any coach would give their students, telling them to just focus on the finish line. Focus is most important. You can fix your eyes on Jesus by worrying about the important things and forgetting about the things that make you lose your connection with Jesus, like like phones and shoes and all that stuff. And you can also try and read scriptures to make you connect more so that you can fix your eyes on Jesus. By looking back on what I do, this is because I have control of what I say and how I act and what I think. And if I think about what I do, it makes me, you know, have a better outlook on things. And another way I can do this is just to think about how would God look at me when I do this. And if I keep on doing that, I will be able to um, just look back on my actions and do better. This is by um, focusing on the little things and like doing things like helping others and um, showing God's love um, to others by singing because I have the good gift of singing and so I can show God's love by singing, expressing his word through singing and um, I hope when I get distracted what helps me is um, like basically praying and reading the Bible and doing devotions because it helps me get back on track to focus on him and why we're here is to serve him. So we know now that we need to carve up on God's word, let go of anything that's holding us back, and fix our eyes on Jesus. So why does all this matter? And is it really that much work to be faithful? Yes. Just like runners get super excited when they cross the finish line, receive a medal, or beat their personal records, we can get excited watching how God works in our lives when we really commit to running with him in our daily lives. Not just on Sundays, which is what our, like, our teachers like to tell us in Sunday school. <laughs> I got what I would call my God fire, or that excitement for watching how God works in your life when I came back from um, attending a chrysalis weekend. I was so eager to be his perfect servant, and God was just what seemed like all on my mind every second of every day. Still today, I catch a little God fire when a verse or devotion is exactly what I needed, 
or when God speaks to my prayers and presents me with situations where I can share them. Similarly, I get excited watching other people run their marathons with God. Seeing the Holy Spirit and someone else's lessons, the way they change their ways, or just come closer to God is just so interesting to watch. One person I've really had the honor to watch their, um, their marathon with God is my friend Ariel. Witnessing how she just lives her life for God through devotions, actions, and her words encouraged me in my faith and just got my excitement for God all that higher. You can get the same excitement in letting God run your life and seeing what he does for you and where he takes you, and that's constantly changing, but you just have to trust him. The Apostle Paul shared some encouragement for our race, saying again in 1 Corinthians, don't you realize that in a race everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it for an eternal prize. So run with purpose in every step. Do you see your life as a race run with God? The Olympic athletes have spent years of their lives training for the moment they can compete, and that's not even eternal. That prize fades away. But we have the promise of freedom and eternity with God. So why don't we run like it? So let's think about how different our faith's journey would be if we would just carve up, lay it down, fix our eyes, and remember that this race is worth the prize. Will you pray with me, please? Dear Lord, thank you for everyone here this morning. Um, I pray that as we finish with some worship and communion that we can just carve up, lay our sins and baggage down, and just fix our eyes with you and continue just to practice that cycle to grow closer to you um, and that we trust you with our plans and where you take us in our lives to benefit you, Lord. We love you and we praise you. We thank you for everyone here this morning. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus.